Hey, Alexa, what crap did John Hicks say this week on the radio? I'm sure I don't want to hear it, but I'm interested to find out. Helping you solve the retirement puzzle. Welcome to The Retirement Solution with John Hicks. Hey, thanks for checking out the podcast. And remember, if you have a question that you'd like us to address here on the show, you can always drop us an email through our website at retirementsolutionradio.com. John, sometimes I think we hear about people with millions of dollars in hand and we think, wow, they sure are lucky. Well, yeah. And uh, I was watching a 60 Minutes special about one couple in particular recently, Jerry and Marge Selby. So they're a retired couple up in Michigan. Okay. And they managed to win a lot of money with the lottery, but they did it using that state's smaller lottery games because they actually did the math and realized statistically buying a lot of tickets would almost guarantee them a win. So Hmm. over a period of years, they racked up here. They cleared $8 million in winnings. Now, at first, lottery officials suspected that they were cheating, but Inspector Greg Sullivan told 60 Minutes that Jerry and Marge were actually just really good at math. I was dumbfoundedly amazed that these math nerd geniuses had found a way legally to win a state lottery and make millions from it. Now, of course, you know the state of Michigan, after they figured uh-huh. this out, they changed, changed yeah, they changed some of these smaller games so that you cannot take advantage of the same system that Jerry and Marge used, but totally legal. They didn't serve any time or anything like that. They just, you know, had to go under some scrutiny for a while. To now, did you hear out. the investigator there? He, uh-huh. he almost, it was like ticked off, right? <laughs> yes. He's like, you know, these math nerd geniuses, like almost ticked <laughs> that people out there can, if they understand what they're solving for, they can figure out, does it give them a little bit of a better probability to succeed? Right. And the thing of it is that anyone playing the lottery, just understand, the odds are so against you that it's mind-numbing. In this situation, it's interesting because there was a couple of these math nerd geniuses. <laughs> um, you know, I have tremendous disdain because they're smarter than anyone uh, that I've ever met. Smarter than Greg. Uh. But they figured out that it was going to put the odds in their favor and they ended up making eight, which would, would you say, Jennifer, eight million dollars? Eight million dollars, yeah. You know, the, the funny thing though is, is that I think that trying to learn how to beat the lottery system is probably close to impossible. Right. Now, yeah. these guys did it, but now, of course, even if you use their system, it's not going to work anymore, no. right? They Michigan's shut like, that down real so, quick. <laughs> what just happened? Let's hire them to create a game that no one can ever win. Right. But it's interesting because when I was thinking about this, I started thinking, you know what? How many people don't believe? Because that investigator was like, I was dumbfounded, <laughs> completely dumbfounded at these math nerds. <laughs> but as I heard him say this, because I listened to this several times, the, the, the realization is, is that, well, heck, I think that's what a lot of us think, right? Mm-hmm. Well, if I put my money in these quality mutual funds at uh, Vanguard, or I've put my money with this one big brokerage firm, this big box firm that so many people are at, and I haven't beaten the odds, then no one can do it. And I think that a lot of us do that. It's just kind of like that. It's I think it's a little bit of a psychological effect that we do to ourselves where we feel better knowing that other people are suffering right there with us. Right. And so it was like, oh, well, you know, everyone lost money in blank, blank, blank. Well, no, they didn't. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. if you had all of your money in CDs and, and bonds in the beginning of this year, you didn't lose a penny. Believe it right. or not. That's if true. you had your money in insured accounts, you didn't lose a penny. 
uh, during the beginning part of this year or even 2008. So I think that a lot of us do with the same thing this investigator was doing, which I find to be unfortunately ignorant. Now, ignorant is not any kind of a, a, of a slight against intelligence at all. It just means they don't know. You didn't know, yeah. You just don't know. You just don't know. And here's the amazing thing. What these folks were doing had nothing to do with beating the lottery. What they were trying to do is to understand the system. And what little things could they do to increase their probability of success? Now, amazingly, what those guys were doing is exactly what we've been trying to do in this office for almost 20 years. Hmm. Simply try to find a way. I'm not trying to beat any system. All I'm trying to do is understand how the system works, whether it comes from taxation or it comes from trying to invest money in the stock market or bond market or putting money in insured accounts that just try to beat the returns of a CD at a bank or bank accounts, right? Mm -hmm. So whatever we're trying to do, all we're trying to do is understand the system but do little things to put the odds in our favor. And there's and nothing not, wrong with that, right? As a matter you of fact, know? not only is there nothing wrong with it, if you do that correctly, that's where so many people look at you and say, you must be cheating. Huh. You must be doing something wrong if you've had those kind of results. And amazingly enough, is day in and day out, those types of things that we've learned from studying from the best, most sophisticated investors in the world, which believe it or not, are not Warren Buffett, they're looking at Yale, they're looking at endowment strategies. Mm -hmm. What do these smartest people that have the most in common with retirees do? When you look at what endowments do, so endowment, which means that big chunk of money that they have at Yale or Harvard or Center College in Danville, Kentucky, they have this huge amount of money and they need that money to grow over time, but they really have to have that money make money so they can spend it to pay their professors, so they can pay to stripe the football field. So they can pay for marketing and help uh, offset dorm costs and improvements and things like that, right? Right. So that's what those endowments have to do. Amazingly, how is that not exactly like a retiree? Yeah, We've saved our true. money. We got this big, huge nest egg. Let's say we got $500,000. And that $500,000, we need to really pull about $20,000 a year from that. Because we have bills to pay just Darn like the straight. big universities. Just, just like yeah. those universities got to pay for scholarships and professors, we got to pay for LG&E. Yeah. We got to pay for our water bill. We got to pay for the guy to mow the lawn, or we got to get the lawnmower fixed if we're going to do it on our own. And we got to pay for property taxes. We got to pay for health care. We got to pay for food and entertainment and eating out and all these things. And on top of that, we got to pay for taxes too, right? Yep. So all of these things we have to pay for, if you look at it, no matter what the market does, does it change the fact that you need to spend that 20 grand a year? No. Doesn't change. That's mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly the way that endowments have understood this for decades and decades. And when you break it down, Jennifer, I think the coolest thing is, is that when you look at it, endowments have done substantially better than the broad markets as far as returns. But here's the crazier thing. They've done it with a lot less risk and they've done it even though they have to spend money annually. And so I think if someone's going to start figuring out how do they want to plan the retirement income, how do they really want to craft their retirement needs? I don't think we should look at Warren Buffett or get a whole bunch of mutual funds that are hawked to us by some guy making commissions. I think the best thing to do is, hey, what do those endowments do? Well, that is beating to me. That is using the system, utilizing the best things out there and putting small things in place so that it increases our probability of success. Hmm. So amazingly enough, when I heard your story about this couple that rigged the lottery and investigators were baffled, <laughs> was that they were dumbfounded. I think that smart people in finance have been doing this forever. 
and that's why they win, which I think is really amazing. So, and we can learn say. something from those math yeah. nerd geniuses, learn right? Learn from these yeah. people. This is exactly what we always want to employ in our clients' opportunities. How can you take the amount of risk you're comfortable with? Get the income you need. And if you want to have the last check bounce to the undertaker, by all means, do it. But if you want to have a lifelong gift that goes to the next generation, the question is, how do you keep that away from Uncle Sam's fingers? Because they're sticky, sticky, sticky fingers. So we want to keep that away. So if you want to do those types of things, you need to seek it out. Guys, I'm going to say it until I'm blue in the face. It's not going to seek you out. You're going to have to seek it. And wherever you choose to look, The thing I want you to know is you can achieve better than you're doing if you know better. Have questions for John? Drop us an email at retirementsolutionradio.com. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if John Hicks is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. J. Hagen Capital Inc. is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through John Hicks, Kentucky Insurance License Number 998827.